Welcome to Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the Doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his trusted assistant, Michael Pop, as they explore the intersection of faith, movies, and our contemporary context. Welcome back to Christ, Culture, and Cinema. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm having a fabulous day. It is gorgeous outside, getting things done. You know, here we are in lovely northeastern Florida. We are not freezing as our brothers and sisters are in Texas to Chicago. Oh, it's ugly out there. It's beyond ugly. Uh, They're talking about temperatures in single digits and measuring snow in feet, not inches. Yeah, earlier this week... uh... It was incredible talking about the uh, trying to just get around in town. I know Chicago and stuff. Uh, just craziness, you know, talking to guys in Houston area. You know, Houston had snow. I didn't know it snowed in Houston. <laughs> uh, but they have no heat. They have no power. Uh, That's not good. Hard time That's for them. Good. And uh, yes. we're certainly reaching out and praying for you folks. Well, today, as promised, we're going to go animated, but we're not going to go animated as you would expect Uh, we're going to a disney movie that was released on november 7th 2014 a movie called big hero six it was directed by don hall and chris williams and it came in with a really huge budget for an animated film in fact to date it was the third most expensive disney animated film ever made at $165 million. Which, again, to somebody who doesn't know what goes into an animated film, you're like, there's no location costs. Guys are only using their voices. I mean, you would think animation, it would be cheaper. But they obviously went cutting edge. They, beyond cutting edge, I think they went super cutting edge. And you know what? There was a payoff at the end of the rainbow. The box office draw nationally here in the United States, was $222.5 million. So it made money here for Disney, like Disney needed more money. Well, come on. It only made, you know, a little over $50 million at that point. Sure. But what but. happened internationally? <laughs> but. <laughs> yes. $658 million worldwide. I would say that's pretty good uh, return on their investment. I think the mouse was very, very happy yeah. with that uh, payoff. About 400% there. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. It's pretty good. And, which made me wonder, because I was not as familiar with Big Hero 6. You know, I love Incredibles. I mean, mm-hmm. there's some animated ones I really enjoy. Yeah. I love this movie. Oh, my goodness. When I went and watched it, you said, hey, we're going to do Big Hero 6. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I teared up at the end. Oh, it's beautiful. It's, Loved it. This is a beautiful movie, and the characters are are just rich. They are relational. They are people that we would hang out with. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, just take Other a look at them. they're the, smart. Well. You'd hang out with them. I might hang out with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at the characters. You know, we have uh, Hero. He is the main character. He's a a young boy, genius, uh, computer slash robotics expert, uh, played uh, his voiced by Ryan Potter. Uh, He'd show up in the movie uh, Running for Grace. Uh, But other than that, really don't know a big body of work there. Baymax, played by Scott Adsit. 
um, his voice over there. You know, you know where Scott Adsit shows up? I do not. The Walking Dead World Beyond. I haven't got into the World Beyond. I'm a, I'm a Walking Dead uh, guy, but World Beyond. Huh? World Beyond. That's what they tell me. Now, the one I these are the ones I get the kick out of because this is where you go. Hmm. I wonder if Disney knew this. I'm sure they did. So the character Fred is played by T.J. Miller, who is in the movie Office Christmas Party and Deadpool <laughs> 2. He, uh, he is the, the wild one in, in Office Christmas Party. Another yeah. one we probably will not cover. Probably not covering that one. And Go Go Tamajo is played by Jamie Chung, who also shows up in the movie Office Christmas Party. <laughs> and here's your little known fact of her. Got her career start on MTV, the show The Real World, San Diego Edition. Although anytime I say San Diego, I want to kind of go Anchorman, Will Ferrell with San Diego. Uh, <laughs> uh, next in their group of friends is Wasabi, played by yeah. Damon Wayans Jr. Got to stress Jr. For, for those of you that are, are wondering about these names... We'll explain in a second when we get to those characters. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Damon Wayans Jr., he, his, uh, his claim to fame, Super Troopers 2, which was a box office disaster. Uh, moving on, Henry, uh, Honey Lemon, sorry. Honey, Honey Lemon. Lemon, played by Genesis Rodriguez. She shows up in another uh, interesting film, Identity Thief. You ever seen Identity Thief? Oh, goodness. Is that Jason Bateman? Jason I, I need to watch Bateman. that one because I love Jason Bateman, but I have not seen that yet. Yep, yep. That's uh, another one uh, you wouldn't expect. Uh, Aunt Cass, who is raising Hero, you know, as kind of her own, uh, played by Maya Rudolph. Might be the most popular name here. Could be. And such a small character in this uh, movie. Yeah, very kind of very a side character, yeah. but an important one. Well, to very. Yeah. Tadashi, who is Hero's brother, played by Daniel Henney, uh, known for X-Men Origins Wolverine. A short bit piece in that movie. I think he dies off pretty earlier in that movie, too. In that movie? Yeah. Not, yeah. You weren't giving a spoiler alert. Not a spoiler that. alert, no. <laughs> not yet. He might not die off early in this movie. We don't but know yet. But then again, he may. <laughs> and then finally, the last actor I just want to touch on, uh, the voiceover for Professor Robert Calligan, uh, played by James Cromwell. This guy has been around forever. You know, he was Stretch in the old television show all in the family from the 1970s hung out with Archie Bunker but just some of his recent movies this is just the recent fair the green mile i robot secretariat how about jurassic park fallen Huge. kingdom he's a good one holy and, cow and and really you know that that whole thing with professor callahan and alister was it alister cree mhm mm the dynamics are just incredible. We have this great cast of the young nerds, the nerd lab, as we're about to talk about. But right. but again, it's such a, a deep... They're animated characters, and you get drawn in so well. They're just wonderful characters. Tremendous. Absolutely mm. tremendous script. And you, if you really want to get a flavor of the characters, if you haven't seen the movie yet, you can go to YouTube, uh, and you just take a look for Big Hero 6 Nerd Lab all the key characters, it'll pop up yeah, there. This is them. 
And it's just a nice little introduction. They each have their own little quirks and idiosyncrasies, things that you identify with, get to know, get to love. Uh, What what do you think about that? If you haven't seen the movie, of course, go watch the movie. Pause us, go watch it. It's on Disney if you don't have Disney+. Um, but, But what's great about it is here we have this young man who's struggling. Parents are gone. Brother's raising him. He is bright, brilliant, but unlike Doogie Hauser, you know, these characters who are young and brilliant and, and driven, he likes to do the bot battles. You know, he's, he's, he just wants to use what he knows for not necessarily the best thing. So this scene that we're going to send you to, the Nerd Lab, really gets his interest, pulls him in. That's where we start to see what could be and disaster happens. Yeah, he sees possibility for his future in ways he never did. And just as he's about to kind of embrace this new future, this new life, this pursuit of academics mm-hmm. in a way he never thought he would, disaster occurs, massive fire at the school, and his brother Tadashi is going to run in to save the professor. The problem is... Who's going to take Hero Hero if fate befalls? And Tadashi looks at his brother Hero and he says, if I don't go in to rescue the professor, who will? Yeah. It's a very powerful moment in the movie for sure. And spoiler alert, again, we asked you to stop and go see the movie and then come on back. It's your fault now. It's not your fault. We're going to hang it on you. (laughs) Uh, Tadashi dies. And supposedly so does the professor. You know, for for you and me as uh, Christians, as we look at this intersection of Christ and culture and cinema, I don't think there's a more clear intersection than here with John chapter 15, 12 and 13. Jesus says, this is my commandment, that you love Mm. one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. And that's exactly what Tadashi does. Yeah. Now, there's always... what he's willing to do. It's what he's willing to do, and in fact, what occurs. Now, there's always that back end, and what happens, Hiro is now left without his brother, only with his aunt, no mom and dad, and a a future, a dream shattered. That's just it. He just won this contest. He's got a scholarship to to basically be a part of the nerd lab at the school. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the professor that he's supposed to be doing this with is supposedly dead. His right. brother has died. Right. And so he loses the will. And, and how often have we seen this in this grief and mourning process? You know, we, you and I both had these funerals where, you know, what do you tell somebody? Yeah, sin is awful. You're going to be angry. God knows it. Yeah. Tell him. You know, you're not going to keep it from him. You know, what's amazing is Hero is back in back at the home at his aunt's house and this is when the movie really starts. It's, it's such a great scene. It's such a great scene. All of a sudden, you know, the he, he, he hurts himself. You know, he bangs his foot. The shelf falls. And his brother Tadashi's creation, Baymax, this, this first aid assistant, medical assistant. Marshmallow man. Marshmallow robot character kind of inflates out of the briefcase <laughs> and comes over and he's trying to do, you know, he's trying to do his job. He's going to try to help a hero. He heard somebody was hurt. He heard somebody was hurt. And I love this little, here's a little uh, little Easter egg in the middle of the uh, the movie here. When he does the scan of hero and hero doesn't want to be scanned, hero's blood pressure is 113 over 90. 
that would mean he has hypertension. Just, just want to give you that FYI. But Baymax comes to the conclusion he is suffering from puberty. That was not what he was not expecting. Not what he was expecting, yes. What happens, though, and what unfolds in this moment is that Baymax will then uh, download more information from the computer and discover that Hero is grieving. Mm. And I, I love the, the, the medical uh, response of Baymax and the, you know, kind of the, uh, the, the prescriptives that he should have. Number one, he needs to talk to his friends. And who comes up on Baymax's chest? Why? All the friends. The all nerd of, lab. The nerd lab. All these folks come up. Yes. And then secondly, he gives them that big, all-embracing, fluffy hug. Mm. And I want you to think about grief for a moment here. How often do we try to run from grief? And that's what Hero is trying to do. He's going to run from his grief. Right. He's going to be angry about it, run from it, doesn't want to deal with it. And what does Baymax do? He forces him. He calls the friends. He gives them the hug. He's not going to let him escape the necessity of community in his grief. Uh, you know, really think about it. Disciples after Jesus is crucified. This is John chapter 20, 19. Where do we find the 10 of the 11 remaining disciples? Together. Behind a locked door. Oh, together. Yeah. Or in Luke chapter 24, it's verses 13 and 16. Two disciples are walking on the road to Emmaus, talking about everything that they had just experienced in Jerusalem together. Community. Community. Grief is something that needs to be expressed in community. So many times we hear people when it comes to funerals wanting to celebrate the person who's died when, number one, uh, the celebration of life is more the remembrance you have going forward the rest right. of the time. That funeral service is for the living. Yeah. It's to help them grieve. It's to give them that chance where everybody that doesn't know what to say can blow all over them. It means I love you. I'm here. I'm yeah. here for you. I tell people all the time, don't worry about what they say. Mm -hmm. They're there. They love you. And, and we need that. That's part of that mourning process. Right. Absolutely. We need to be together. And, and that's what a big part of Big Hero 6 is about. This, this community that surrounds Hero and... You know, Baymax is, is, is a critical character. Yes, I get that. But Baymax is the conduit by which this group comes together, supports Hero, works together, and what launches into, again, really reflecting Tadashi's sacrificial life and love and how they're now going to work throughout the movie. Yeah, and, and, and really when he gets the group together, these new superheroes. And it's this idea of recovering his his bots or, you know, his things that his brother supposedly were lost in the fire and, and they found out they're stolen. You know, another spoiler alert. You should have watched it. But I love the scene where they think they're about to catch Alistair. He's the bad guy. He was trying to take it. And there shows up Professor Callahan. Yeah, he, he didn't die in I, the fire. That caught me. That was incredible. Mm -hmm. What a great twist. Yeah, you didn't expect that, did you? No. Again, no. an animated movie with plot twists it was like this. You don't expect this. You really and, and truly and don't. And again, we see those emotions. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, it's a different kind of anger. It's a whole new level of, let's face it, he was seeking, Hero was seeking revenge. He mm -hmm. was mad. Yeah. He thought getting the guy, not just now getting his thing back, but... but he was looking for death. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, what's amazing, and you can go to YouTube on this one. There's a great little YouTube video called Big Hero 6 Ending Scenes. It's kind of a mashup of all the pieces that It's a little fast, but if you've seen it, you'll understand. Yeah, if you've seen it, I'd I'd recommend go back, take a look. It'll kind of refresh your memory a little bit. But as you see, each one of the friends demonstrating their abilities, their super abilities, complementary to one another, we move from this idea of revenge back into sacrificial help and love. And who typifies the sacrifice, you know, par excellence among all of them? It's Baymax. Baymax, yeah. And Baymax is really the reflection of Tadashi among the friends. Yeah, Uh, that's what he says all the time. Tadashi is here, right? Yeah. He made him. Uh, you know, that's the key piece. Tadashi, although he sacrifices himself in the beginning of the movie, he's still alive and well, echoing that that John chapter 15 kind of love. You know, it's sometimes it's worth repeating. Sometimes it's just that simple. Mm. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than someone lay down his life for his friends. Now, greater love than this. These friends love each other. That I think that's paramount. Let's not overlook the fact that here, Hero is mad. Professor Callahan killed his brother. And Callahan said, that's your brother's fault. He shouldn't come in, right? Right. He, he doesn't want to take responsibility for that. But he's mad at Callahan. What does he do after capturing Professor Callahan the right way? Yeah. He risks his life going after Callahan's daughter. I mean, again, what a tremendous sacrifice. You go from being mad, this guy ended up getting your brother killed, to risking your life to go save his daughter. Yeah. And, again, who is the sacrifice? Yeah, after uh, they get there, it turns out to be Baymax. See, now now here's a little side story. This This is, I think, worth saying, you know, so before I had ever seen this movie, and it's a shout out to my, my daughter, Madeline. You know, she's our Disney princess. She worked at Disney, spent a year down at Disney. We went down and visited her the one time. And in Epcot Center, you can go do a character meet and greet with Baymax. And it's a dude in this big old inflatable, you know, robot suit. And Baymax went to hug my daughter and almost gave her a concussion because there's there's some hard framing in the thing. And we were a little worried. She was a little starry-eyed the whole day we walked around. And I kept thinking to myself, isn't this supposed to be like a medical assistant robot? Shouldn't it diagnose her problem right here on the spot? How old was she? Oh, gosh. She was 22 years old. Oh boy, she went in for the big hug. She went in for the big hug. Yeah, she she liked big. uh, She liked Baymax. Likes big hero sex. That's awesome. So, as we kind of bring this movie to a conclusion, I I want you to to realize that sometimes in an animated movie, we can find depth and width and breadth Mm. of cultural expression and faith expression that we don't see in other movies. I mean, this is a very, very deep journey into love, family, sacrifice, and friendship that you don't typically see in any movie, let alone a Disney animated movie. No, it it definitely uh, takes you on the roller coaster throughout the whole thing. Uh, It's got the comedy and the fun, the adventure, certainly the, the fighting. 
and boy, like you said, willing to lay down your life. We see it to the eye. I teared up. Yeah. Now, the good news is, even after this is all said and done, Baymax lives. Well, yeah, <laughs> a little switcheroo. Nice little, nice little switch at the end. I, I did enjoy seeing that card. And uh, well, you always got to leave. Hand. You always got to leave the door open mm-hmm. for the sequel. But Disney was smart on this one. Became a television series, so you can go find on Disney's uh, television channel, uh, Big Hero Six. There's an animated television show that followed this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the theme was that rich that they could continue it forward. Well, I did not know that at first. Yeah, I got done watching the movie, and I thought, 2014. How have we not had a sequel? So I went on, and it did mention the TV show, but there is still plans in the works. It said it was going to be 15 years in the future. Yeah, which doubles Hero's age. You know, sure. he was fourteen, fifteen at the end of the movie. Um, set for twenty twenty two. We'll see if it happens. Uh, the one thing the director said is it was so exhausting putting this movie together. Which again, it's it's, it's an animated it's an movie. Animated movie, but it was one hundred and sixty five million. I guess it was a little exhausting. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. And I think they were on the emotional roller coaster Absolutely. with us. So that brings us to our question of the day: Who is a person? That has sacrificed something of themselves to aid, assist, or, for that matter, to make your life better. And how is it that you thank them for this incredible sacrifice? I think that's a good place to leave Big Hero 6 uh, and this animated classic. And I absolutely use the word classic with this movie. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Well, join us next time for Christ Culture and Cinema as we go uh, with Clint Eastwood. We're going to go to a Clint Eastwood masterpiece, Grand Torino. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies. Thank you for joining us for Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the Doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his assistant, Michael Pop. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies.